Kratos stop tornado cursed by the god with the white head though. Still knows how to polish hill trapped to the center bones. You might have heard of me. My name is Kratos. Invading your land and slaying. Been waiting to pose a challenge. I'm salivating. Continue podcast. That slow jam is uh, Daddy Fat Snaps' song, God of War, which means you're back to a show that is ostensibly about video games. My name is okay. Anthony John Ignat. What? what is, this a, is this a real person? It's a or real person. It's, it's a, a real, real song. Are you okay. surprised that there are multiple songs just about Kratos? That's not no, kinda, right? yeah. <laughs> he's a cultural institution, that Kratos. He's he's known. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's known. He's known. <laughs> he has a LinkedIn, guys. Kratos has a he's LinkedIn. He's on Insta. It's fine. He's got over six hundred connections. It says it right here. K Kratos. He's certified. Don't message it's, him though. He won't. He, he won't answer. He will not. Respond no, to he this. won't. He, he will hates not that. Respond. He will not take solicitations. But he's certified in C plus and JavaScript. <laughs> My name so is Anthony stupid. John Agnello, and I'm doling out those hot LinkedIn God of War bits here on the continuing Type Five. Just a type. <laughs> You guys hear about this? It's, it's not. I'll, I'll be at the Nine Realms on Friday. <laughs> two shows. Two shows. Tip your waitress. Uh, Kratos doesn't do a two drink minimum. Uh, we also have, we have Staff Roberts, Dave Roberts. What is that meme of the bird doing stand up? But oh, he's like he's failing. Like, caw, 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 caw. Yeah, and get better, and, but like photoshopping Kratos, and he's like trying to <laughs> that stoic look on his face. And mm, mm, have you ever noticed <laughs> when you say "boy," then your son fires an Ooh. arrow into an angel's face? Get off the stage! Just decapitates them. Just full tilt. What's the deal with Mimir? (laughs) Everybody knows that Greek gods are all like, but Norse gods are like, (laughs) that person who's really thinking about her life choices is Susan Art. So now I just want to know <laughs> what would it be like if Kratos and Geralt hung out? Oh, mm. fucking mm. awesome. Mm. 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 <laughs> Fuck. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> no. The way, it would be like Roach. No. No, no, no. Like this. Roach. Roach. No. <laughs> No. Roach. Roach. Better. Like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey guys, here's the thing that's for real. All three of us have been playing video games. Video New games. New video games. New video games. New video games. We're going to do these in uh, descending order because on our last episode, 
you already you're familiar we're gonna do we're gonna do biggest most popular to most reviled by pro gamers oh shouldn't revile it okay that's a little preview for the love fest that's gonna come in our third segment about sonic frontiers a game that is really fucking good like like really good that's that's a professional critic critical insight right there you guys like that it's nuanced, it's nuanced. i game, mean g- game good game yeah. good face game, game good. good no i i i did say to a friend they were like what do you think of sonic frontiers and i just texted back the game pro face that's like the middle where it's like this, this light smile and the yeah, thumbs yeah. up yeah just, yeah 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 not that my hair is exploding not the hair exploding yeah all right susan give me a game pro rating for god of war type five is, is there is there is there something slightly below hair exploding yeah there is there is one between light smile and thumbs up and hair exploding that's like okay. a four out of five because so it's like at, it's like a nine five this game it's a nine five it's, all right so nine five is m- much more uh, much more positive than your pre-show notes about yeah. this game. Yeah, you, you you had some harsh words for everything that was like the stuff you have to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so for context, I love the previous God of War. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I came close to. I di- I didn't come close to hundred percenting it. I shouldn't say because I like I didn't find all the ravens. I didn't do. I didn't track down all the collectibles, but I did all of the stuff there was mm-hmm. to do, like all the side quests and all the blah, 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 blah. Okay, fine, love that. This game, Ragnarok, the story is phenomenal. The mm. acting is incredible. It has genuinely brought me to tears more than once. One part made me filled me with such genuine rage I had to stop playing get up and walk away and that's from writing and acting and this particular character I mean it's all there the environments are stunning and creative and intricate and that's great (laughs) then there's the combat so, like, okay. I, I was just going to say, but it's a video game. But it's a video game. Right. So, obviously, the, the bulk of, of the interaction, the game part, is the combat. And and the enemies are varied, and, uh, and, and it's challenging, and that's all great. But they did the same thing that Horizon Forbidden West did, and they're like, well, this is, this is the combat that we had in the last game, so let's give you that, and two scoops of raisins more. And it didn't need it. Mm-hmm. So now, for example... Uh, well, you still, you know, you have your axe, which you had in the last game, and you have your chain blades, which you had in the last game, and uh, Atreyu, his real name's Atreus, but I call him Atreyu because of course I do. <laughs> you have to. Now, still... I wanna, now I want to see, a, a, like, Kratos is in in the bog. Yeah, he's like yeah. in the bog. <laughs> he's trying to get his dad out of the bog. 
Kratos, no! No! But Kratos is just yeah. like, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, mm, mm. don't fail, be better. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't be sorry, sorry. be better. Yeah. He's be better. just going into the mud. Yeah. Uh, and he, 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 he's older now, so he's actually more of a help in combat, which is great. He can fire arrows. Uh, and But now... Now, see, he has different kinds of arrows. Cool. And <laughs> and so different enemies need to be shot with different arrows to sort Okay, here's here's an ex- here's an example of a fight I was in the other night. There will be uh they look like giant tor- tiki torches actually. Are there are there like white supremacists carrying them? No, no, right. no, no. These are I like mean, it's a Viking thing. I know these are the, well, fair. No, I mean these are the kind that are like in the ground, like a restaurant has them for aesthetics. You know, it's like that okay, kind of okay, tiki. Okay. Like it's a huge honking thing, or maybe it's just to drive the mosquitoes away. I'm not sure. They spew out this mist, and this mist buffs the enemies that are around it to the point that you can't actually hurt them. So in order to be able to do any damage. You have to throw your axe and freeze the torch. Okay, that's fine. That's easy enough. As long as your axe is embedded in the torch, it's turned off. Huh. All right, fine. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you think there was only one torch? There's two torches. So what you have to do is tell boy to shoot a hex arrow at the torch which extends the life of the freeze, then hit it with your axe, recall your axe, have him shoot the other torch with a hex arrow, throw your axe into that. Now they're both turned off for the moment. <laughs> then he ha- you have to have him switch to his other kind of arrow to hit the enemy that is otherwise too fast for you to hit it. Do you guys see the thought bubble above my head? I know this is an audio format, but I assume you guys can see the, like, thought bubble with the log and a saw, like... Oh, I thought it was the, the meme of the, the woman with all of the, like, math equations. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, who... What is the... Th- and, like, this, this, is a pro- this is not a modern problem of God of War Ragnarok and Horizon's, uh, Horizon... Forbidden West. Like, I don't understand the, oh shit, guys, it's a sequel. We better put more video yeah. game well, shit And in it's it. it's yeah. not immune to AAA, too, because this is my biggest complaint about Hotline Miami 2, yes. was that rather, rather than them just going like, what if we just made more of this, they mm-hmm. were like, okay, well, we have to include a stealth section, and we have to include, like, all of this shit to make it more. Yeah. Whereas if you recognize an element of purity in what you're making and just trying to augment that with something that is not very invasive and genuinely feels new, you get something that feels very fresh and good. Like Devil May Cry 5, I I know that like every now and again, I just pop back up with how delightful that game is. But Devil May Cry 5 isn't dramatically different than like Devil May Cry 3. It's just like, here, you're going to go in a room, you're going to hit fucking a bug in the air with a very sharp guitar, and then you're going to jump in the air and hit it (laughs) back down. Like you do. And, 
five is just like, yeah, you can do that, but like we'll add in a new character that you control sometimes. And it's fine. And that and exactly and, and you get to do that. You get to play as a Treyu. And yeah. it's 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 fun because it's a different kind of combat. And it's interesting because what is he like when he's not around his dad? Sure. Like from a great. storytelling point, like that's really interesting. All this other stuff and their skill trees for the for all of your weapons and there's so many different kinds of armor you can get and there's chest armor and waist armor and and uh and and wrist armor and then there's also shields and then there's rondels that can go on the shields and just all of these things none of them are bad by themselves like none Mm -hmm. of the systems that are created are bad there's just too many of them. Like, I am not an unintelligent person. I am not an unexperienced gamer. I forget how to do things in the middle of a fight because there's just so many. Or I'll act, there's so much stuff, I'll accidentally do something. And it's like, oh, well, that used my super. Okay, cool. Like, it's just, it's just too much. It's just too much. So, finally, at one point, I was like, all right, screw this. I, I was playing on normal because I played through the entirety of the last game on normal and it was very satisfying to feel yourself getting better at the combat, mm-hmm. you know, working at it and studying it, figuring it out is really satisfying. But there's just so much this time. I'm just, Forget it. I'm just going to kick it down to baby. Not super baby, just baby. <laughs> oh, there's a bug that won't let you change difficulty mid game. What? Oh, no. <laughs> yep. No, wait, so, like, you have the option in the menu to kick down the difficulty, but it doesn't do shit? (laughs) It doesn't stick. You'll change it. It says, well, okay, if you want to change it, I have to kick you back to the last checkpoint. And it's like, yeah, no, fine. That's fine. I don't care. And then it doesn't stick. And you're right back where you started. How did it ship like that? You guys had an extra year. Yeah. So, by the way, for anybody who's listening, uh, who needs to know... Try this because it finally worked for me. Go into your pause menu, your settings menu, change your difficulty, and then use the touchpad. <laughs> what? Just instead of hitting, instead of backing out with with circle, use the click on the touchpad, and then accept it. And try that a few times, a and few eventually, times? oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. So you, so you have to you have to go in, you have to go in the hall and then you, you wait <laughs> wait until you, you hear the telephone. Wait, wait for the phone and then mm-hmm. if you pick it up and you hear the baby crying. Yes. That's when Kratos and Norman Reedus come out of the, yes. the hallway. That's when you can get past the ridiculous boss fight that I was stuck okay, so here's okay. So there's the side quests are genuinely good. Like, you want to do them. Like, it's it's very Witcher-esque in that the side quests are interesting and add to the world in a, in a very good way. It's not just, oh, get ten somethings. It's like, these are meaningful quests. And so you're, I was in this area, and uh, there's, a, there's a whole game lore thing about the Dark Elves and the Light Elves, and you meet uh, they're enemies, by the way. They've been at war for God knows how long. And then you meet a couple, and one is a dark elf and one is a light elf. They had both been imprisoned together 
or, or at the same time, rather, they escaped together. And then in the course of that, they have since become lovers and they can't go back to either of their cultures. So now they're resistance fighters fighting against Odin. Awesome. I love it already. Dude is like, hey, can you go find me this book? And you're like, 100% whatever you need. I love you and I want you to be happy. You go to this library and you collect all sorts of other cool stuff that you're there. And then you get the book and you're like, I got the book. I'm out. And you go to leave and the librarian, who is, who is this light elf, is like, mm, no, I'm going to need you to leave that book here. And Kratos just says, no. Boss fight. <laughs> Great. Okay. Boss fight. Book fight. <laughs> you cannot leave the building until you beat the boss. Therefore, you cannot continue the game until you beat the boss. Oh, boy. And you can't yeah. change the difficulty. Nope. Because you didn't hear the phone ring and then the baby crying. One hundred percent. God, yep. fucking dude. All right, look, this is not. I, I am not. I am not doing the. Oh man, it's not how it used to be. They don't make yeah. them like they're you. That's not what this is. But you guys remember how the original fucking God of War was like eight hours long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't like. I I, I don't. Why? Why the so much? I know. Like, yeah. Yeah. Why? Like, why? Why have a boss fight if if the story, if you have gotten to a place where the story is the reward in and of itself? Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it really does seem to be the case with not just God of War Ragnarok, but God of War 2018. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to be the general consensus culturally. Like. I have never heard somebody talk about this game from a holy shit, do I just love playing it first. Yeah. You guys both talked about the combat being satisfying and like the exploration being satisfying to a point, but it's never, it's always tertiary. It's not even secondary. It's down the list from like lore and character and experience of the world and all the way down here is activity. If that's the case, fucking boil it down guys make yeah. something that people can experience more than once rather than this which is which is funny because like i've seen multiple people say like the the general consensus from like normies about this game is that it's too fucking long yeah that like like people like, <clears throat> like the normal people the people that all the people like all the game developers go like people want long games they want like they want to get value for their money like those people are saying this game's like 10 hours too long. <laughs> it, I need to take a break from it. Hey, I've, that's I've interesting. Pl- I've played about 40 hours of it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Well, keep in mind, at least 10 of those hours was just me banging my head against the wall <laughs> combat wise. I, I will say, I will say, the points where I was getting stuck on, on fights... It was all optional content. When I came back to it later, either ha- either after having leveled up some or even simply just understanding it better, it was less of an issue. I'm not having that kind of problem just doing the story. So it yeah. does seem to uh, evolve in a way that it, it should not be that frustrating if, if you just core path that shit. But, okay, 
try, how do I explain this without a, a being spoilery? You, uh, there, there, you, there comes a point, uh, in the story where there's a thing you will want to do emotionally. It is not important to the plot, uh, you know, to the critical path, but you're going to have the opportunity to go to a place and do a thing and you are going to want to unless you have no soul. Okay? <laughs> it's just true. Kratos gets his ears pierced. He goes to Spencer's and gets his ears pierced. <laughs> this is his, uh, his uh, in-sync moment. Kratos is like, I want the little cross with a diamond in the middle of it. There you go. Right here. Uh, Sorry. Going to the place. This takes you to an entirely new region. That has nothing to do with the rest of the game. And you just keep finding quest after quest after quest after quest after quest after thing. Oh, and do this and then do this and do that. And you want to do all of it because it's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. like, motherfucker, I was just coming here to do the one thing. I just wanted to do <laughs> the one thing and then get back to what I was, I just, I'm so tired. I just want to, oh my God. And then the squirrel is like, hey, while you're here. And I want to help the mystic squirrel. Of course I do. If you give a squirrel a cookie. I'm very tired. And (laughs) I just. So I need to take a little break from from the game. I I don't think necessarily that, like we've talked so much about game length over the past, I'd say two years of the show. I, I, it's a thing that we return to over and over again. And like our consensus as a trio is always like the game should be as long as a game should be like the end, like figure yeah. out how long it needs to be to be the game. And like, I find it very interesting that in the same year, the Elden Ring can sell eight gabillion copies, a very <laughs> real number Mm-hmm. Uh, to normies across the land that the same normies who many of whom are probably like the second game I bought this year is God of War Ragnarok I, I find it very strange that they're like yeah this is too long which suggests that the game is not just being what the game needs to be yeah like you know I here's I an ex- here, here's here's a really great example from from that same section so as you as you walk around um so something catastrophic happened in this location and as a result lots of people died all at once so as you are exploring and i do truly love exploring in the game because it's it's the design is just breathtaking you will find ghosts and the ghosts in this section will be like yo i need you to Find the other half of an object. One, it's a brooch that they were wearing. Another one, it's a toy for their son. Another one, it's his drinking stein, etc. And when you find the other half of that, uh, uh, I, I will be able to move on for whatever reason, right? Like the, the, the father is like, hey, I need you to put this, this toy back together for my son. And then I can go find him in whatever their version of Valhalla is and great okay right and you want to do this because each of them saw what happened from a different perspective Mm. so they each have a piece of the story and it's relevant to your interests this this what happened it's not vital to the core plot but it is 
important to Kratos and therefore to you. Now I'm wandering all over this freaking map, constantly bumping into ghosts, looking for the shit they left around. Okay, cool. Meanwhile, as I'm trying to find this stuff for him, I'm just getting in fights, getting in fights, getting in fights. Oh, look, a dragon. Oh, good, another dragon. Okay, fine. Oh, these are Drakey now, and they always come in pairs. Now I'm fighting two of those. Oh, and then there's this centaur lady who's pissed at I don't even know what, and she's constantly hunting me down. Oh, and by the way, did I mention that this particular region has a day-night mechanic? What? There's some regions you can only access at night, and there's some regions you can only access during the day, so you might need to go to the temple and run the lint brush around the bowl to get it to change 12 hours so Uh. that you can make the... Yes. Uh. (laughs) And again, in a vacuum, all of these systems are good and satisfying and fun, but it's just too much. Guys, I just came up with this right now. I got I got a new This is my rule. It's not a oh continued podcast rules, my okay. new rule. But I texted you guys a couple of days ago that there's Black Friday sale at Best Buy and Last of Us 2, a game I on this show said I would never play, was on sale for $9. And so I bought it. And I now realize listening to all this about God of War Ragnarok that I have Anthony's Law of PlayStation exclusives. Oh boy. <laughs> Anthony's Law of PlayStation <laughs> exclusives if they have they have to either be 9 hours long, yep, or $9. Or $9. <laughs> okay. I like it. Returnal, Ratchet and Clank, 9 hours. I'm in. Day 1. God of War Ragnarok last of us part two i will see you fuckers in three years or more (laughs) (laughs) yeah i will get there when you are nine dollars so i'm 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 curious susan if the structure is any like fundamentally different from the first game because the way like the fact that you're the first god of war game was like 20 to 30 hours and it was like like I wouldn't call it linear, but it, it's it's way more like a Metroid game where it's like there are linear paths yeah. to different yeah. places. Yeah. That but you're constantly encouraged to like go off the beaten path somewhere, but it's not like an open world. Is this more like Horizon or is it just more like for the first God of War just more? It's, I'm just trying to think about how they they're like filling up all of this time. So Okay, so there's, you will eventually visit the Nine Realms. Um, so, you know, uh, Alfheim, Vanaheim, Asgard, all the Heims, right? <laughs> all the, all the Heims. All the Heims. It's not, it's not Anaheim, but we, we call one of the, <laughs> we call one of them Anaheim. Um, you know, Midgard, right? And you, there will be, uh, story points at which you will either, you will visit it, or um, revisit it. Kratos is teamed up with different characters at different points, which is new. Like, he's not with Boy all the time because mm. uh, Boy is off doing his own thing, and so there are, there are different characters who perform that secondary function. Or you're off uh, as uh, Atreyu, and he goes some places that Kratos never does uh, because of the story. 
So what will happen is it is very Metroid-y in that you will be going through an area and parts of it will be unavailable to you because you don't have the whatever yet. Right. So you're encouraged to come back later. And in some in some cases, that will the story point will be like, okay, now you use the thing that you've got and now you can go forward in the story. And in some cases, it's just, okay, great. Now you can access that bit of loot that treasure, that side quest, that whatever. That's, it also still has, like, in the in the last game, you go to the Muspelheim, and there are combat challenges there. And if you do all the combat challenges, which is like, you know, kill everything in 30 seconds or what have you, uh, you get special stuff. Great. So that's, that's similar to, to okay. the last one so in, in some ways yeah but then there's just there's all this resource collecting fuck that <laughs> yeah because to ma- that <laughs> to make and upgrade your armor you gotta collect stuff I look and again I played the last one entirely on normal and it was great this one just play it on baby play it on super baby if you want i don't care because they just throw resources at you so like on on normal uh hack silver is your main currency that you pay for things it if 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 a chest on normal gives you 132 hack silver on baby it gives you a thousand three hundred and twenty <laughs> hack Damn. silver like it's just throwing things at you just do it just 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 spare yourself <laughs> this this game sounds like my nightmare <laughs> this this game so, so like i i had a similar experience in replaying persona 5 the yeah, royal edition yeah. which is like yeah the game was already too long to begin with because again it's it like like you're talking about all these situations where it's like Okay, well, if this is the story that we want to tell, or it's like we want to follow Atreyu on his stuff, or we want to follow other... Like, you have to take that to its logical conclusion, right? You actually have to follow them. You have to find things for them to do. Same with Persona, where it's like, uh, look, if you're following someone over the course of an entire school year, like, you have to do stuff every day. Yep. Right? And then they just keep adding more, and then like the last bit in Royal, like to- totally unnecessary. Yeah, like yeah, like it's just like I was playing it. It was like this. This feels like like the extra like anime movie episode that has no bearing on anything at all. It's just kind of like plopped in there. It's there uh, so they could sell a new copy of the game, and that's yeah. Yeah. even though they they work in the the confidants the entire way through. It still mm-hmm. feels superfluous and tacked on. Mm-hmm. Like at some point, I'm like, they, you guys need to do the Call of Duty, like in the interest of time thing more. <laughs> just do that more. It's, I get the idea. Just take out parts. It's fine. We don't need to be there every step of the way. You can jump forward in time. Or just take out some of the. Di- I will say, the one thing, after you clear an, an area of enemies, that's it. They're gone. Oh, oh I, I liked that. I liked that in the first one. I liked yeah. that. I liked that. 
Uh, like if there were like one of those axe puzzles where it's like, oh, yes. throw your fucking axe at this tree and make this rune do a thing, then yeah. you could just go back and do that, and it was cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but that's also God of War has always been good about that. That goes. Yeah. That's that was true back in PlayStation Two days as well. And I appreciate that because it does want you to explore and and revisit places, and and that's good. There might be a new encounter. Sure. But it will be a a specific a and it, yeah, it's not just they're just spawning for the sake of spawning. But like, I was just trying to explore a place, and I was really enjoying exploring because oh my gosh, I just found this new area, and it's so interesting and it's different. And I can run the limp brush around the bowl, and wow, now I can find this other place. That's so great, and it's just hard encounter after hard encounter, like literally tr- just trying to go in a straight line. Just getting hammered over Ugh. and over and over again. I'm like, this has ceased to be fun for me. You give me an area that uh, that is enticing to explore and then make it punishing to explore that. And hey, man, if you dig on the combat and you love it and that is just, that jazzes you, like, like because there are people who don't like doing the throw the axe to make the rune puzzles. They don't dig on that. I love that crap. So I get it. But then I, I ju- then just let me change the difficulty to like just <laughs> We call I that a be, known shippable. I will be fascinated to see if you finish this game. Me too. I, I get I get the distinct I get that vibe that you like might take a break. And then Dragon Quest Treasures will be out. Oh, that's true. There guys, guys, we're only we're only two weeks away from Dragon Quest Treasures. I'm very excited about that. We're gonna we're gonna just, <laughs> just gonna get. Here's the thing, though. Toby as Odin. Yeah, that's it's why I. That's so that's, good. It's so good. That, that's I did, a problem. Like he showed up, and I'm like. He's just he's just doing Toby. He's just doing is this a goof? He's just doing Toby. It's so because it's 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 so not what every other portrayal of Odin is. Like and yeah. Thor is big blustery Thor and and all the other denizens of Asgard are just like exactly what you expect. And then here's Toby as the Allfather and you're like <laughs> this is definitely a goof. But it's not and it's perfect, oh. and and it and 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 the whole the whole thing. All your allies are telling you the whole time. The Allfather lies. Odin lies. He is manipulative and evil, and he will just wreak havoc on your life. And you're like, it's Toby. <laughs> what? And then you see it, and you're like, oh, it's genius, genuine genius to have written and portrayed it this way and i just want to see how it all ends man don't you don't you guys wish that you could find the postmates receipt for cory barlog's house in like 20 like late 2018 early 2019 where it just says odin equals toby question yeah (laughs) yeah 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 he's got the like the chalkboard like the (laughs) what is it like dr strange love like eoe on (laughs) making anagrams it's like call united artists agency get toby god of war two five (laughs) 
Mate, shit, crosses out the five, six. Wait, does Ascension count? Yeah. Toby. <laughs> does Ascension count? Did anybody, did any of you guys play Ascension? Which one is that? No. Okay. Ascension is the shitty. There's so many of these games. <laughs> it's the shitty PlayStation 3 exclusive prequel where they tried to make four-player co-op happen. That's right. That's I'm sorry, they, they did what now? Four-player sure co-op did. was like the thing. It was True. The thing. Who were you it playing as? Uh, wait a minute. Who were you playing as? You play as Kratos in the campaign, and then yeah. there's like a four-player side mode. Right. Where it's also PvP. And this is the most mem- this is the reason that anyone would ever remember Ascension. It was the one where everybody was finally like, maybe the kills are too much, because there were like elephant men enemies. They were like big elephant guys. And the the like big kill animation on stage at E3 2010 for Sony was Kratos ripping open its skull and like punching its brain. Like the exposed brain of a, an elephant man. And everybody was like, guys, nah. Let's wrap it up. Wrap it. I, I, have, I have erased this from my mind. So has all of history. Like, <laughs> Which is, that, it sounds like the best, really. Yeah, that was, that was I mean, and it was, I, I, you know, seven years before God of War came back. That's the, the game P, that killed the series. The PSP games have... No. more status Ghost, like yeah. in the, yeah. the canon yeah, yeah. of god of war Go, than Ghost of Sparta Sparta is did. legit Ghost yeah of yeah no really yeah good. really yeah good. uh yeah man i don't know nine dollars <laughs> yeah I, you know this is a nine dollars this is a strong this is a strong rule of thumb i i like it i by okay. the way when's when, when did you say that dragon that's what's coming out i need to december it's december 7th December, we're so close. We're so, we're so close. close, dude. I'm just gonna. Oh, speaking of nine dollars, you remember how uh, I, I tweeted um, a couple weeks ago? Like my only Black Friday wish was like a sub twenty dollar copy of God of War on, oh, on yeah. Steam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. it for twenty five. There you go. So nice. I was like, close okay, enough. so I'm I'm gonna play that again because it's been long enough, and I like while everyone's having fun with the new one, I'm gonna I'm wait for that to come out on PC before, um, which. God of War, the fact that it runs it all on a handheld, very cool, but apparently the PC version has a memory leak, that it's like a known issue across like anywhere you play it, but it's especially problematic on Steam Deck. It's it's another situation like Susan ran into, she was mentioning this and it reminded me of this, where it's just like, yeah, if you play for an hour, the game just starts getting shittier <laughs> until it crashes, but you could fix it by going into the settings, going to the like the the graphic fidelity settings and just changing it and then changing it back. It like flushes out the memory leak and is so you're weird. fine again. That's huh. bizarre. You have to call, you have to what here, you have to you have to pick up a phone in the menu, <laughs> call somebody's menu in God of War Ragnarok. They pick up. They can change the difficulty in Ragnarok. Yeah, they, and then they take the bucket of <laughs> yeah. memory that's been filling up over makes, there and they dump it out. They dump it out. All right, Dave, here we go. Okay. On a on the Obsidian scale, we're over here's Alpha Protocol. <laughs> we're like, this is a barely functioning pile of used Band-Aids, but it's fascinating. But, but, but it's fascinating. <laughs> but it's fascinating. 
And over here is the outer wilds? Which is the outer one? Wilds is the one everybody likes. Wilds outer is the worlds. One. Outer worlds. Over here is the outer worlds, which is ostensibly a competent game, but that nobody remembers the name oh, of. We're talking about, oh, we're talking about Obsidian. Oh, Obsidian. yeah, that's worlds. Yeah. Over here, that's that. Where are we on the Obsidian scale? Well, we're, we've, we've, uh, okay. No Where obsidian are we? scale. The obsidian triangle. The obsidian, obsidian triangle. Pentaveret. Because uh, well, you have to have uh, Fallout New Vegas is the like oh, yeah, the that's center the point yes that yes well put. well put um i think this might be the best and granted i haven't played like pillars of eternity i haven't played some of their other like pc strategy rp or like rpgs stuff like that so i don't have a full breadth of their entire catalog but for what i've played this is the best thing that they've done since fallout new vegas wow all right all right. It's a f oh, Pentiment so is a fascinating yeah, video game. Tell us about like, the Pentaveret. Like just we, we <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, you're gonna buy my chicken. <laughs> um, what? Wow, uh, that is the deepest. <laughs> so I married an axe murderer reference. Oh, okay. <laughs> With his wee beady he makes, eyes, he, he makes wants to make him buy his chicken fortnightly. Um, so, like, we were talking about God of War what, being, like, this, this game, game for everyone. Called? What's this game actually Pentiment. called? Pentiment. Pentiment. Uh, which is a which, terrible name. Horrible. <laughs> terrible name, but, like, like as I looked it up, I was like, what the fuck is a Pentiment? Is, like, 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 is it referencing? Is it, like, have I been saying that line from Indiana Jones wrong the whole time? The Pentiment man would ask? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Pentiment... Is defined as uh, this is they actually put it on the video games website because I think they realized people were gonna like what the fuck is means a reappearance in a painting of an original drawn or painted element which was painted over by huh. an artist. So you have the original painting underneath, yeah, and then someone restores it, and that re restoration fades. The pentiment is the painting, and that's that, great. Yes, that's, yeah, cool, but very cool. Still, like this, nice. this is it's strong Tharsis energy here, right? Because oh, Tharsis yeah. is a is a moon of Mars, and so relative to a game in which your mission is trying to successfully make it to Mars without dying. Hey, cool! It's great, except nobody knows that, yeah, so what, it's what, bad. So Pentiment is a what's bad. A, name. What's a Tharsis? Exactly. Yeah, luckily, luckily, um. I was won over by the visuals and hearing everyone talk about how amazing it was. Then, like, that's what drew me into it. The visuals are so good. Dude. Oh, they're so good. They're it so look, good. It looks like a Monty Python cartoon, but like, like not ribald. I guess I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Pentiment is like we were talking about God of War. It's like God of War is like everything. It's the longest game ever. It tries to do everything. This is a game that is clearly like. The guy who made this, who I'm blanking on his name, John Sawyer, something Sawyer. Uh, he's like the narrative guy behind Tom? a bunch Tom of Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer. <laughs> he's the Tom narrative Hardy. lead the on um, over at Obsidian. Like he had a vision. He wanted to make a game that would appeal to specifically ten people, <laughs> and he fucking did it, and it's incredible. Uh, so the game. It's a murder mystery. Love that. Set in a village in the Bavarian Alps. 
Here for it. In the 1500s. Yep. And it's set over the course of several decades. And it oh. it it is clearly made by a team who is obsessed with the ancient texts. There's so much love given to the mere act of reading dialogue. Like one of the things, like ever since Disco Elysium, like I feel like that game kind of set a bar for like how you make a like a grand narrative story and make it like compelling to keep reading and wanting to read by leaning into Twitter, right? Leaning into small snippets of text and making those snippets as like just like sumptuous to read as possible to make you want to keep clicking that A button to go on. What Pentiment does is it leans into the Middle Ages thing by giving every character their their written text is is like if it uses different fonts and it, the mm. fonts are based mm -hmm. off of like the writing implement that they're a person of their class or status or job would use. So like you play as Andreas, who is a, uh, he's an apprentice. I think they're called illuminators. I looked this up. Yeah. Yeah, the, who, he, yeah. Who do that? Yeah. Like the monks with Bibles. Yeah. 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 So like he, he he's, he's kind of led sort of like a, uh, kind of wandering life. He went to college for a while. It didn't work out. And now he's like, I'm going to be an illuminator. I'm going to draw manuscripts. That's going to be my job. And so he's at this village to work on his masterpiece. And what's going to happen is he's going to finish this and he's going to come home and he's going to marry someone in an arranged marriage. He's not super excited about it. Uh, and he's going to start up a job and he's going to become, you know, a master illuminator. Uh, and his script is the, you know, like, like the, is represented through the illumination script where it's like the, the outlines are written first and then it's drawn in as the text like appears on the screen. It's, and it like, it's accompanied by this like super ASMR, like writing scratches of a pen on paper, uh, like a quill pen, but other characters they'll use like an ink pen, uh, or like a brush in cursive. Or like uh, one of the people in the village that you meet, uh, they run a printing press. And so all of their text is presented as like typeface and you hear the clunk of the press like pressing down into paper as it's giving his dialogue. Well, uh, the monks use this like super fancy gothic text that is like, they have some accessibility options in there. If you're like, I don't want to go like full Middle Ages, you can like dial back some of the the text a bit to make it easier what, to read if you want. But uh, Dave, what's the vernacular like? Is it? It's modern-ish. Like it's modern-ish. So they're yeah, not like so, they're not going Canterbury Tales on your ass or anything. No, like, no, it's no, it's it's not like reading like <laughs> fucking James Joyce or whatever. No, but it is like. You know, the, there is Latin, but the interesting thing is, like, if it presents Latin or a language that your character knows, it will print out the Latin first in, like, the actual language. Like, they've. This is a game that has, like, footnotes in the credits that gives all of the sources that they referenced. <laughs> this is um, the nerdiest thing I've oh, ever heard. I'm so here for it. It's incredible. Uh, so, so it does the Latin and then it's, like, wiped out. And then written in English in the same font, so you can understand what they're saying. But no, it is like it is, it is reasonable to understand for a modern reader. Um, 
to take in like they don't use like old english but they do use a lot of terminology of like the names of books of people of places throughout middle eight like the 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 history of the time and anything that's underlined you hit the the select button and it brings like it zooms out of the book and it gives definitely like this little drawn hand will point to every word that's highlighted and will show you either a picture of the person it's talking about if it's someone in the village or it'll give you a definition of the word uh, this is how I learned about balancing the humors. Uh, For which sure. I'm going yeah. to start <laughs> Black bile, people. yellow yeah. bile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's like, like it is reasonable enough uh, to follow, but all of that stuff is there if you want it. But again, like at the core of it is a really well done murder mystery. So, like, you can just get past all of that extra stuff. And, like, some may fly over your head. But, like, the core humanity of the story it's telling is, like, you know, the kind of thing that, like, we were talking about, there are three different types of stories. Like, it, it's, there's, uh, that's what this is. It's just, it's it's a really well-done murder mystery. Um, so, to set it up, so you play, as I said, yeah. Obsidian is fully owned by Microsoft at this point. They right? are, yes. They're fully, like, they're, they're. I, I did did this game enter development before they were acquired? Do you know this? I don't know, but I saw a quote going around uh the director was on a podcast of uh, the Waypoint podcast talking about it and he basically said that he never would have bothered pitching this game if Game Pass didn't exist. I I was <laughs> this is all everything you have said, everything was I was like, if anybody ever wants to hear the creative and artistic argument in favor of Game Pass, yeah, the existence of Pentiment is that argument. And like, I, like how it. much, how much truth there is to that? I don't know because, like, I'm sure it's part of some like you know the the press training <laughs> that people get. We have to find the angle. It's like, how do we make like well, Microsoft like looking like the scrappy guy giving funding to weird shit. So but, no, 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 no. I like yes, all that messaging stuff is true, but you like when I say like it is the argument for the model of Game Pass, I mean like under the existence of a company like Microsoft. Like where the the monetary resources compared to a studio like Obsidian are near limitless. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 it, yeah, 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 it, yeah, yeah. You need yeah. a corporate entity to subsidize this kind of program because at the end of the day, like software revenue is not the fish that they're interested in frying, you know. Yeah. Uh, they it's need, services. It's and services, they need content, and they need content, and they need prestigious content. Yeah. Obsidian isn't a rinky-dink indie. They are a prestigious studio with history and like a very talented brain trust at the core of it. And you're, if you're gonna like let them loose this is how you do it like yeah it's not- like you i get the feeling this is a game he's been wanting to make for like decades yeah and just never did it because because how could you yeah how could who's, you? who's gonna yeah okay, let me sit you this? down there bob suit man uh we're gonna make a game with no <laughs> combat suit, man it's entirely dialogue driven it's set in the middle ages and the entire plot centers around a murder mystery involving a church what do yeah, you think you of that <laughs> How about that, Umberto Echo fan number one? Uh, right. Umberto is cited in the in the credits, uh, of several course. of his works. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. just to give you an idea. 
<laughs> um, um, yeah, it, it, it like the fact that this exists at all is already astounding. But the fact that it's so it's so confident in it in itself that it is like just such success of of storytelling is another like feels like another miracle. Like, it, okay, so to so dial it back. You are this master illuminator who's visiting this town, is trying to finish his job before he goes back to start his his life, essentially. And he meets a noble. Noble shows up who has commissioned these monks to write a book for him. They're taking too damn long. Uh, and it's just not inspired. So he like the he, you have this like friendly rapport with him up until the moment when he tries to see his work and he just kind of becomes this like evil dude like just like you know he's a noble he kind of an asshole um next day he winds up murdered no i the only thing that you know is that the 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 monk that he was berating for taking too long was also found holding a knife over the guy's body and so he is basically being held until the archduke or archdeacon comes over to essentially sentence him to death so you have two days to find enough clues to absolve your friend, uh, this monk, of murder. Which, and the, if this goes on for decades, clearly you must not be able to do it. Well. <laughs> obsidian. <laughs> you, yeah, you've been obsidian. So you you spend, essentially, the, the game is broken up into sections of the day. So you have... Like and it's the way that it's it's portrayed as this like Benedictine monk like rotating calendar and it's all broken up into like the days of like there's like the newness and then the the small hour of of dinner and then you know another work oh, period and oh, then, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, supper yeah. and then night and so you have each of these Vespers. sections of, of of time where you can talk to people and try to get as many clues as you can try to find leads all of this is tracked in your journal. Um, some things that will give you more information take, will take the entire hour. So you got to make sure that like, if you want to spend your time doing that, you have, you know, taking care of everything else because it's going to move time forward. So you complete that action and then you get more information and you, you just kind of keep doing that. You're, you, you're looking around this town, talking to people, trying to get clues you start to find out that like a couple people in this village and then the uh, the abbey would have reason to kill this guy. You also start finding that multiple notes are being left around telling them about different crimes that this noble has committed. And uh, you will not have enough time to pursue all of the leads that you find. You know what this is reminding me of? What? The Forgotten City. Yeah, mm. I was about to say. It's it's less like real timey, and it's not like mm. a time loop game. But mm. no, it's both in like the structure of it and the themes uh, that it's trying to portray. It's very similar to The Forgotten City. Uh, less spacey sci-fi. Like this mm. is firmly mm. rooted in like modern day reality. I, There's no yeah. Twist, I, I will also say I like made the Umberto Echo like joke just because of the premise and like stylistic presentation, but the plot is 
almost identical to Name of the Rose. I was about to say, like Name of the Rose, right? <laughs> it's just Name of the Rose. We're like, yeah, you've got to go into this institution of monks to solve the murder. Sean yeah. Connery doesn't show up, does he? No. Where everybody else has as Italian as accents, and then he's like, I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. This is what you paid for. Um, yeah, so you ultimately have to make a decision with the knowledge that you have. There, there are leads. There's circumstantial evidence. But you have to make a decision. And the choices that you make determine the outcome of that case. Seven years pass. You have left the village. Uh, someone dies from the choices that you made uh, from that case. No matter what? No matter what. Okay. Uh, so you go off, you do your, uh, you do, you, you've, you, you've become a master, you're doing your job. Life feels insufficient. You're hmm. drifting, you are listless, and you end up making your way back to this town. And then eventually another murder takes place and you also find notes again. So there's, there are things that are tying the series of murders over several decades together. And it's your job to ultimately piece together the mystery. Um, and it's one of those games where it's like, I'm, I'm curious to see how my choices played out. I don't think the overall story will be that much different based on like whether I decided I like at college, I, this time around, like someone asks you, hey, like, so what did you study in college? And you can choose like your background. So like, again, like similar to Forgotten City, you're like, oh, it was a, uh, I studied medicine. I didn't mm-hmm. get too far, mm-hmm. but I know enough about the human body that like if I'm examining an autopsy, I can deduce things. Or I studied logic and I or I studied, um, you know, the the stars and the constellations and, and nature and stuff like that. And then you can also say like, oh, well, where did you study? And you can say, well, I studied in Italy. So this gives me access. Like I have a general knowledge of Italian, of right. these other languages, um, which again, like kind of funnels you down to certain paths where it's like, if you see a language that you don't know, you won't have that clue available to you. But if you, on a subsequent playthrough, if you choose a different background, you might get different knowledge. But again, it's like, ultimately what you're doing is you're shaping the contours of the story rather than right. like the actual guts of this, the actual like heart of the story. Which is um, very, very obsidian. That's yeah. like, that's, that's what made things like alpha protocol and, Knights of the Old Republic 2 so memorable even though they were broken as shit is that it yeah, just really felt broken, like you were co- bro- <laughs> like not even done just like, yeah but that's the thing about this is like I like I don't know if it's like because it's set and like it's all two dimensional it's basically a side scroller there are like six or seven screens and you're just going back and forth between a handful of the same locations there's no combat it's all done through dialogue and like based on choices that you make certain decisions that you make may have success or failure. Like if you're trying to persuade somebody and you side with them on a few things, you'll get some extra points to like ultimately win them over when you try to ask them to do something for you. It's super stable. Like it's like shockingly. So it's un it's uncharacteristically. So I would say Um, it's just, it's solid. It knows what it wants to do and it does it so well. This is so much it's, better 
than any other result of Microsoft acquiring a studio. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Because, like, Psychonauts 2 was so good. It was so good. But I genuinely felt like it should have been more polished than it was, considering hmm. the, the back... Just, just like, like a little like few of the stages like i felt like the platforming should have been buttoned up considering the resources mm. that microsoft has available to them um whereas this just this sounds like obsidian was finally given like the burden of profit was removed yeah yeah, yeah. Finally, game. we need, we need a game for it. game pass from obsidian make it go make it go, yeah go make it like until you're done <laughs> like it's it's one of I do not think that Microsoft should own every game studio under the planet. Like, like well, the, there's the, that. The, the Activision thing definitely gives me pause. But on the other hand, like hearing like Phil Spencer talk about the Activision acquisition and mention something like Hexen, like in the same <laughs> breath that he does Call of Duty, it's like, okay, I see what they're doing here. Like, yeah, they want that Call of Duty money. But you know, like like we mentioned earlier, they also want Game Pass well, I, to be a they place. Want that IP, yeah, and sweet sweet IP. And it's like, well, how do we do that? Well, we leverage, yeah, we leverage the IP. Well, they have more than Call of Duty. Call of Duty is going like like life is nothing but growth and decay. It's you know it, everything is entropy. Call of Duty is going to decline, and they are smart enough to realize that they can fill out their portfolio with other stuff that might be a hit, might not, but you you won't find those surprise hits if you don't take chances. And it's Dave, cool it's that truly, they are. It's truly your time. Like it's it is the era of Dave Roberts. It's a because- it's it- it has been a very good year for like story-based <laughs> games. Like we're 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 three years deep into the train of like Disco Elysium, Paradise Killer, Forgotten City. Like this kind of shit can get made now, and it can be good and polished and find a crowd. That's yeah. cool. Uh, but yeah, it's on. Th- sorry, just to let uh, everyone know, it's yeah. on. It's on Xbox uh, Game Pass. And it's on PC Game Pass, and it's also on Steam. I played it on Steam Deck; it ran fine. Um, I actually bought a copy because, like, the thing about the Steam Deck is that, like, Game Pass you can only do cloud gaming on it. And I'm like, I'm not doing fucking cloud gaming, but I only play on Steam Deck these days because that's just where I have time to play games. So I just I bought it because that's what I wanted to do. I also wanted to support it too because it was just, like, yeah, just a yeah, yeah, wild thing. Uh, very cool video game. I'll check it out on Game Pass. That's that, that doesn't have to be nine hours or nine dollars no, on Game Pass. I, I would say it, it is fifteen twelve to fifteen hours. Reasonable. Like it's long, yeah. but it's like it's not it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's long mm. enough it's long enough to be meaty, but short enough to like encourage you to go back in and maybe maybe give it another go. This story breaks my heart because now I remember that Obsidian was trying to make an aliens RPG. And then Sega shit canned it because mm. it was too broken. Now I wish that it existed. Yeah, yeah you, can well, you, you missed you missed you missed the playable version of it. I missed the playable version. I missed. The, yeah, uh, yeah, you wish I that missed. you. Yeah, let's be. <laughs> I mean, did you, do you want the Alpha Protocol flavored alien game? No, you do not. 
<laughs> yeah, and especially Alpha after Protocol. Colonial Marines, Oof. I imagine that they didn't want anything else. Oh no, to... it was it was it was canceled well was before, before that. Yeah, okay. yeah, that was like when we're, the alien we're... when the Sega Aliens deal got made. They were like, yeah, we're gonna put all of these things into production, and they did. Um, Colonial Marines went to Gearbox, who didn't end up making Colonial Marines. Uh, they gave uh, Obsidian this RPG, which you can see a lot of it on YouTube and stuff. It looked neat. It was very uh, Alien 3-ish. And then hmm. Alien Isolation. And like all three went into development at the same time. If you had told me that Creative Assembly was going to be the ones to come out on top in in that trio <laughs> surprise yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are they gonna what are they gonna make total war aliens and then you send your queen your queen units go to this part of the hive and then and you then send your power loaders to this part of the hive genghis khan shows up for some <laughs> reason and then we had the asset <laughs> all right all right all right Oh boy. I got a que- I got a question for you guys. Here it is. Do you guys like fucking Sega games? Like, are we talking s- like Sonic Brotherhood? Like, are we talking, talking like Billy Hatcher? All right, all right. Here's Samba de Amigo. Like, what I are we? I love Samba de Amigo. So not long after the last episode of Continue concluded, I found Big the Cat's fishing hole in Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> I found it. And let me tell you, you get you get in there, you access it like all the other like levels. You remember how I found like the giant totem chairs? And it's like, oh, now you could do like a traditional Sonic level. You find a giant totem chair. Inside is a nice cool pond where they're playing lo-fi beats to study to. And Big the Cat says, would you like to borrow a rod? And I was like, yeah, Big, I would like to borrow a rod. And you start fishing. All fishing is, is you cast it. It's not hard. This isn't some Zelda shit where you gotta like jiggle the joystick back and forth. You just press one button. You get a bite. You press X. Then there's a ring. A white ring expands out. You have to press it at the right time. Then it flashes. You see Sonic's close-up eyes. It's exactly like in Yakuza when Kazuma Kiryu catches a fish. (laughs) And then Sonic catches it. And then, in the middle of the screen, is the most luxuriously rendered, textured, (laughs) and animated fish. What do the fish do? Fucking nothing. They just look pretty. And I did this for 40 minutes. And at the end of the 40 minutes, when I was like, I should go to sleep because I'm an adult. I thought to myself, why did I do that for 40 minutes? Because it doesn't do anything. I like, you You can use the fishing to basically forego some of the things you need to collect in order to progress the story and open up the end of the game. Like, completing challenges in regular stages gives you keys. The keys let you get the Chaos Emeralds. You need all the Chaos Emeralds to fight a boss in the four islands that make up the game. Fishing, you can do that, but not really. And then I was like, no, the point is is that the fish look cool. You catch the fish and then they look cool. (laughs) And and then the music sounds cool. 
and then it's really pretty and it kind of feels good to do it and that's when i realized i was playing a fucking dreamcast game and yep felt real nice to be playing a dreamcast game and it's kind of broken sometimes <laughs> i don't need like a dreamcast I, game I don't need beat and gum to perfectly grind the rails in Neo Tokyo. Sometimes they're going to glitch out. Sometimes the cop's going to sneak up behind you and club you in the head before you finish the graffiti. And it's going to make you fail the stage. And you're going to be like, that was fucking glitchy and bullshit, but you don't care. Because it feels so good the rest of the time to be playing Jet Grind Radio. Just like Sonic Frontiers. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Okay. Anthony, <laughs> Game Pro Scale. Game Pro Scale? Right I mean, there. It's, it's, that, it's that light smile with the thumbs up, dude. It's right there in the middle. Okay, not but is that... Not, <laughs> I was going to say, is that a 5.0 for you, though? That is a 5.0 for me. It's the Vibes 5.0. It's the Vibes 5.0. All right. So the three Anthony, of us... Anthony, yes. Anthony, Anthony. Yes. Lay it on me. Lay it on me. I... I, I... I, Do you not believe me? <laughs> I no. I understand that marijuana is legal where you come from. I don't. I have. I don't smoke weed. <laughs> now Susan I, looks very skeptical. <laughs> because I like. Look, I. I. It is rare that I encounter a fishing mini game that I do not enjoy. Sure. I unironically adore Big the Cat and his life partner Froggy. Of course, I love them. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm thrilled that they are included in this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, are you high? <laughs> or have you have you broken to the point that all you can sort of do is go fetal and rock back and forth? This is the 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 image of the guy with the dominoes, and the first one is uh, Returnal. Like, Anthony is broken by Returnal, and then it's yeah. just, like, Domino, 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 Sonic Frontiers is the greatest video game ever made. That's honestly, that's, I think that might be the log, like, like most likely answer, because you guys called it, Returnal's gonna come up. It's gonna come up, of course. <laughs> yeah. damn it! Of course it's gonna come up. It's gonna come up. It's gonna come up. <laughs> so, all three of us experienced the beginning of Sonic Frontiers together. Yep. I would say by the end of those 90 minutes, all three of us were very confused, right? Yes, yes. We're very confused. We were yes. very confused. It's because I couldn't tell what this game fucking wanted. And as I discovered... And you steadfastly refused to read anything it told well, you. Here's here's the thing. Once I just started playing on my own, the tooltips don't guide you in a meaningful way into like what the flow of sure. the game is okay like they're hmm. they're not they're not truly helpful in being like here's what you're actually going to be spending your time doing okay i was right in so far as all you really want to be spending your time doing in sonic frontiers is going fast <laughs> That's it. you want you you want to be going fast so the you know how at the end of our last episode, it started to look like this was going to be pulling some real Ubisoft bullshit, where it's mm. like, no, Sonic, go get the hearts so that then you yeah, can talk yeah, yeah, to yeah. Amy, and then you're going to get the keys. Like, this game just throws shit at you nonstop, where it's constantly just like, here, it's more stuff. Here's more stuff. 
the, the it, you're never going to really be wanting for the things that lead you to the next part of the story to unlock the next mm. activity that pushes you through to your goals. So those little mystery points that we found on the map, all of those are essentially a mini game. Hmm. None of them are annoying. They're all fun. It's all like here's one where there'll be a set of panels on the ground and you need to figure out how to walk across all the mm. squares to change their color without stepping backwards or onto the wrong one. Or you need to be able to jump in the air and hit a, a like beach ball through a hoop. Very old Dreamcasty Sega activities. And in an old Sonic game, they would be fucking miserable because A, <laughs> they would be sa sandwiched by load times and it controls mm. like shit. Whereas this game controls like butter. Everything feels right. You always feel in control. When you open up one of those mystery points, it fills in the map. Sounds like some Ubisoft bullshit. It's not Ubisoft bullshit because what it also does is all of a sudden reveals new grind rails and bumpers and platforms in the environment where it's like just hundreds and hundreds of little miniature stages all over the map where it's just like, here's platforming, here's platforming, do this, do this other platforming. Here's another little challenge. At the end of it is probably going to be like another little token that lets you talk to one of the characters in that stage and progress you to the next thing. It is... In the same way that Returnal puts my weary mind at ease by saying, never stop moving. We'll mm. never get in your way. We'll never get in your way. Just keep moving, keep shooting, keep dodging. Just keep going. Sonic Frontiers is like, what if the escape from the whale in Sonic Adventure was something you felt in total control of? Mm. And then we gave it to you over and over and over again and if that was too frenetic now you can just go fish or you can just run over the landscape in the middle of the night I love this game <laughs> <laughs> but I might be able to understand why it provokes a negative reaction from some people so there are four full islands. You do like the, all the things, you collect all the chaos emeralds, seven chaos mm. emeralds in every stage. You collect six, then you go fight the big boss. When you fight the big boss, a ridiculous metalcore song starts playing and you're supersonic and you just fly through the air, constantly hitting it in the face. One of the unlockable powers. Take notes, Sony Santa Monica. Take notes on how to make people have fun. One of the unlockable powers you could get early on is just auto combo. Oh, like, there you go. It just Sonic just does his crazy shit for you. You just you use one button. You just press square, and then he flies around and does things. That's it. There's four islands. Between the third and fourth island is like an interlude. It's the, it's the, now the story's serious moment. And the challenge for that is not to like do everything in the map. There are six towers that go into the sky. It was almost, it was almost like they were making fun of Ubisoft games where it's like, huh, you played through these islands. Now we're going to make you climb towers. Mm -hmm. But the towers go up, 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 up. And to get up them, 
they are seamless platforming challenges that you just have to nail to ascend. Oh, see, there you go. Right. And I can imagine that some people are like, it's glitchy. It doesn't control well. Sada keeps falling off. Then get good. <laughs> then I say to you, reviewers at The Verge and on Twitter, get good. <laughs> but yeah, guys, that's that's it. It's a Sega game. It's a Dreamcast game with no load times. And it just runs really well. And there are beautiful on, fish. On PS5. We have to. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that's the caveat. If you don't have one of the newer consoles, don't play this game. It would be, it would be torture. Because it runs like butt? It would be torture to play this on the in Switch? any other way. Like, if, <gasps> if there were load times and it didn't run at 60 frames per second and you were just like, oh, it's so smooth and the fish are pretty... I can't imagine suffering it in any way, shape, or form. But do you guys believe me? Do you, you don't believe me? Do you? You think, I, okay, I'm, look, you think I'm broke? Look, I yes, <laughs> I do. I do. Anthony's getting defensive. You think, I, you, yes. think it's, you think I'm never coming back? Do you? I, th- I I I I I think that you respond very positively to games at which. You excel. Mm. You know, like it trips your very particular trigger of it feels like a Dreamcast game, which Mm -hmm. is catnip for you, just straight up. I like that. But then also requires you to have that pinpoint platforming, which (sighs) you're very good at. Yeah. So you get to feel like a, 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 a real pro gamers while also b- scratching your particular weirdo nostalgia. Su- Susan, it makes my brain feel good. Yeah. And I, you know, look, listen, if there was a game that did, if, if the version of this existed that where you got to put chickens on hats uh-huh. or, or hats yeah. on chicken or chickens on hats or hats on chickens either way i'm happy like that's my particular thing that doesn't mean it's good honey yeah it does it just it just means it just means you like it uh, yeah, and i'm I, glad I, you I, like it yeah i am. I, I, I have i have been thinking about like if i was doing the like old fashioned we're going to consumer reports review this, not like criticism. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Old yeah, fashioned yeah. game review. Like get graphics. Graphics. Yeah. Control. Gameplay. Fun yeah. factor. Yeah. Water. Uh, Reviewers would, tilt. I do, I do think Sonic Frontiers ends up being a good game. Okay. Uh, and not not just because of its novelty. Like it like I was thinking about how fucking weird this game is. Even now that I'm even deeper and I understand what it wants, it's it is just weirder. It's even weirder. And I like that it has a sense of humor about itself. Mm-hmm. Uh they they got the guy, like Sega. It's so interesting that Sonic Team was like, why don't we try to make something in a modern way rather than being a weird closed ecosystem? They went and got the guy who writes the Sonic comics in the US. Oh, that's interesting. Like they they had the story and all Mm -hmm. the plot beats and the characters and then said, here it is, you write the script. 
so that they don't sound like insane aliens. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and like, lo and behold, they actually like sound pretty entertaining. Like the dialogue is, you know, I'm not sitting there being like, oh man, this Sonic lore is A+. Plus. Uh, it's, <laughs> but it doesn't sound like... It doesn't, yeah. Like nobody sounds fucking... Biz, like you're it's it, it's it not it's not a yeah. sonic meme <laughs> yeah not to like not to go back to like sounding like i'm high but like i don't feel like i did a bunch of whippets and then listen to cartoon animals talk. yeah it's not yeah it's it's yeah. definitely not the sonic unleashed experience again at one point though like like some of it is like subtle and funny like there's a point at the end where robotnik and sonic have to work together and ro- like Robotnik's like, well, the only reason you succeeded is that I told you to do it. And there's a pause. And then Sonic just like kind of under his breath is like, really, man? Wow. <laughs> and I was like, Sonic Frontiers, are you good? <laughs> Seems like you're good. Uh, I also, I one thing I want to say about this game is, Dave, when we were on the stream, you were like, oh, is this neon whiting? Like, is that what's happening? And I wasn't sure at first, and it is. Like, they finally realized that the traditional 3D Sonic game levels uh, aren't things that should be long. <laughs> they, should, they should be very short. Well, not they just sh- short, but, like, they should also give you multiple ways to get through them so you can get yep. through them faster. Yep. Like, well, that it, makes sense. And it's deeply Anthony, pleasurable. If you want a Dreamcast game... I'm that's fun to play I'm afraid of it I'm afraid of neon white <laughs> can I tell you about neon white <laughs> because like neon white being like the like figure out how to do this pinpoint platforming and shooting Jesus. in like the maximum economy that's and also got- that route that you took there's a faster one. Oh, and here's a leaderboard to remind you just how much faster it can be I'll never come back you guys, you guys will be like, you remember Anthony? You guys remember we used to, he used to be our friend. What happened to him? <laughs> we used to do a podcast together. I heard he installed no, he, Neon he, White he, and reinstalled Pocket Card Jockey because we never oh heard from boy. him again. Oh. And he's, he's just listening to breakbeats all day. I don't <laughs> understand. Oh, man. I, it's, yeah, it's... I think that, yes, Susan, you're right. This is a... Uh, Anthony Brain Candy, mm-hmm. which is weird. I would not have said that about any Sonic game made since 1995. Uh, yeah, that's that's really the surprising part, right? Yeah. Like that that it 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 because it's a it is a freak but that it has come together in a way that works and isn't boring. I think is great. But yeah. let's let's not say let's, that means it's necessarily. Game of the Good. year. I, Game, of the year. <laughs> Game of the year. Game of the year. A shadow could, in this. Guys, maybe I could go back to and like stop myself. Maybe I could quantum leap a situation where I don't play Returnal. Maybe I maybe we could stop this from happening. I could like my clock in Sonic Frontiers is 21 hours, guys. I've played this game for Jesus. 21 hours in the last two weeks. Wow. Did you finish mm-hmm. it? 
I, well, I, I was really hoping that I would have it done before we recorded. And I just like last night, I'm just about to get the last chaos Emerald in the last map, which I think is going to trigger like final boss territory. Uh, I have read that the final boss is apparently like really infuriating. Um, cool. Oh, so and, the, the meat circus did. Yeah, like, I've heard. Uh, I, I've heard. I've heard it's really insufferable. But like, guys, it's me. I'm probably just gonna blow through it and be like, I did it on the first try. <laughs> I did it on the first try. I'm just gonna yeah, hear. It's, big, not, it's not even hard. I don't know. Maybe you should just <laughs> try harder. Just, just get good. Big, Whatever. big the cat. Big the cat. I'll just be in my heart going. Would you like to try? <laughs> I love Big the Cat. Big the Cat just chilling, listening to beats, doling out pretty fish. <laughs> He's absolutely stoned. Oh, <laughs> stoned. like really good stuff too. All right, so we're, we're a podcast. Nobody's going to be able to see this, but when you catch a fish, you catch a fish, and then he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Just rearing back his big yellow eyes. Yo, also, I never noticed this. Big the Cat is totally fucking wearing socks and sandals, dude. Like, yes. It, like, he's doing it. He's doing it. And Which just brings me back to my earlier assertion that no. Yes. It's fucking, like, me, no. Froggy, no. a pair of, of smart wool. <laughs> extra thick. <laughs> Some Berkies. Some fucking Berks. <laughs> Getting mellow with big. Getting mellow with big the cat. I would. I would listen to that podcast. Getting mellow with big the cat. Kate, 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 my wife was in the room when I was doing those six platforming challenges before, like the last island, and she was just like, "Why are? How are you doing that?" She's like, "I can't mm. even tell what you're pressing," and I was like, yeah, "It just feels good. Just feels good." Mm-hmm. Vibe it out. Well, I used to work. I don't anymore, everybody. <laughs> now I'm broken. And you have to listen to it. Dave, who listened to somebody suffer through God of War? Somebody get the narrative storytelling game that was made for them and maybe seven other people? And then listen to a broken man rant in his, in his cups about yes. a little blue hedgehog. Yes, uh, much uh, much like what we've talked about. Uh, our Patreon backers, patreon.com slash continue podcast. Uh, lovely people support the show. We love you so much. Uh, I'm going to give a special shout out to some of you right now. Josh, Jamie, Souza, John Belf, Toast, Adam Gauntlet, Michael Coffey, Fancy Manatee, Stormshot, Matthew Peters, Denton Brock, Gluttony One of Seven, Eric Van Quill, Frank Sands, Tyler Nelson, Shane Nilsson, Yaddle, Ryan Brady, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Christian Fisher, Skip Dippity, Canonical, Tom Coveney, and Nick Grugan. Thank you guys. Thank you all so much. Uh, I don't I, I, We said this last week, uh, last episode, and it's still true. Your backing the show allows us to purchase things like Sonic Frontiers. I want you to think about that every time you think about where the money went. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them. They'll take their pledges away. That's right. That's what happens. Uh, you, keep, you keep the show going. You pay for our server costs. You allow us to justify to our spouses uh, why we do things like play Sonic Frontiers. It means the world. 
Uh, and if you go to patreon.com slash continue podcast, you can throw us a bone, but you don't have to. Uh, it is enough that you listen to the show. We do like it when you share the show. We do like it when you leave us a review. You can follow us at twitch.tv slash continue podcast where Dave Roberts uh, occasionally streams magical things. I also like it when we do the live stream game, uh, live stream. Yeah, episodes. Me too. yeah, it's, it's, it's just nice. It's a pleasure. Um, I think we should, I, I, I'd be happy to do that more often, uh, if we can make it work. Uh, Susan, where else can people find you? Uh, for the time being, you can find me on Twitter bef- <laughs> before, uh, until it implodes, uh, at Susan Arndt. You can also find me on Hive. At Susan Arndt, uh, it's a. If you haven't discovered it yet, it is a a social media a social network in its larval form, but it's very Twitterish. So yeah, yeah. Twitter, it's weird Twitter-esque. how everyone latched onto Hive. It's I like get every, why. Like I never heard of it, and then all of a sudden on Sunday, everyone's like, "Here's my fucking Hive. Let's go." Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Here, here's why, Dave. It's very. I think. I think it's pretty simple. Zero barrier to entry. Yeah. You just. You just do it. You just go and you do it, and you're good. There you go. Yeah. And it's close uh, enough to Twitter that there isn't the the mastodon kind of. What am I doing? What is who? It, yeah. Wait, servers? What? Exactly. No, it's as easy as Susan. Look, it's as easy as setting up a mail server. Port for. <laughs> It's so easy to do. Every flirk is a glurb. And so you just, yeah. Uh, Dave, where where are you? I'm on Twitter. I okay. I don't. I don't think Twitter is going to implode. I think it's going to be like like many things that decay. It just sort of degrades over time. And yeah, like you know, some argue that the Roman Empire still exists to this day. Just in a decayed form. That's what Twitter's going to be. Uh, I'm also on co-host. I, I don't know. Like I looked at hive and it's like, but I don't want another Twitter. I just want to vibe out and post, uh, albums I find on YouTube. And that's what I do on co-host. It, there's no mm. ads. That's why I'm there. Uh, co-host, mm. uh, org slash David robots. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and hive at a John Agnello. Uh, where I, you know, it's the same shit. I'm going to tell you about Sonic Frontiers on both. I'm going to tell you about those fish and how they're, they're nice. They're very uh, pretty fish. The fish are pretty. Would you like to borrow a ride? <laughs> Thanks, big. <laughs> um, would you like yeah, to like, overthrow the government? Hi. <laughs> yeah. I see that you have yeah, where, an interest where, where in Where was big sedition? on January 6th? <laughs> oh, big, big was fucking in Pelosi's office. That he was the one. That's Big would never. <laughs> he would never. He Big would the never. cat. Big the cat. Like no, dude. No, never. He. I'm pretty sure Big the cat got pepper sprayed in Seattle in the middle of 2020. That's that's <laughs> he where he was. was. He was at Chaz. Yeah, doing that. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you in two weeks. Goodbye. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs>